On today's episode, we hear the second pitch from Dan Roberts and Cirque Esteem. Cirque Esteem's mission is to unite youth from diverse racial, cultural, and economic backgrounds and to help them build self-esteem and mutual respect through the practice of performance and circus arts. Part of that is a targeted program aimed at curbing gang violence. This program works with two community schools located in opposing gang territories and brings youth from both together to develop and perform a circus show for their community. Over the past few months, charities across Chicago have come together for a competition unlike any other. Focus. Your organization could do 100 things, and they could all be wonderful. Focus on two. They'll each have three minutes to convince a panel of business and civic leaders that they have the vision and passion to create lasting change. On the line, funding and exposure to 300 Chicago area business, civic, and nonprofit leaders. The missions are real. The advice is real. And most importantly, so is the money. I'm Jesse Batend, and this is Fast Pitch. Take a minute to put yourself in his shoes. You're 12 years old. You have two older brothers, both active in gangs. Your father's not a part of your life, and while your mom and grandmom are amazing, they're busy taking care of your four younger siblings, not to mention working day and night to pay the bills. You've already been expelled from one school, and between the dangers of your neighborhood and society's lack of expectation in your future, what would you do? Cornell decided instead of joining a gang, he'd join the circus. Instead of handguns and drug deals, he chose trampolines and clown noses. His decision to join Circus Team, a local social circus in his neighborhood of Uptown, opened possibilities for his future, taught him perseverance, and set him on a path to becoming truly powerful. Circus Team offered him a community with positive role models and a place to be after school where the process of learning circus skills helped him experience attainable successes through continued practice. Training and performing with the circus helped him improve his physical fitness and nurtured the self-esteem he needed to say no to the negative influences in his life and yes to his future. My name is Dan Roberts and I'm the executive director of Circus Team. Our organization uses social circus to affect positive change in youth at risk and in need of support. Since 2001, Circus Team has united more than 10,000 youth from diverse backgrounds and helped them build self-esteem through the practice and performance of circus. Currently, Circus Team works in 17 neighborhoods across Chicago with more than 1,000 regularly enrolled youth. Circus Team's youth participate an average of five years, although many participate much longer, and 100% of our teenage participants graduate high school in just four years. And Cornell, he stayed with Circus Team through high school graduation. With the support of Circus Team's scholarship program, Cornell became the first member of his family to go to college and earned a degree in elementary education from Illinois State University. Instead of using his degree to work in the traditional school setting, he chose to bring his talents back to Chicago and rejoin Circus Team as our head coach to lead our teen program so he can offer more young boys and girls, just like he was, the guidance and support they need to make a difference in the world. 
We're here tonight asking for $25,000 so that Cornell and I can build an after-school program for 40 youth at the school that expelled him 15 years ago. This program will offer homework help and circus lessons twice a week, free of charge for all of its participants. So what do you say? Do you want to join our circus? Like Dan, he's got he's got a really confident presence on stage. Um, the organization's interesting. Uh, I, I thought I thought his first pitch for some reason had a, a little bit more uh, emotion or passion than the second pitch, but I still think I think he's in the top eight for sure right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know what what it was. I can't put my finger on so, why there was less passion. Yeah, my score went. Uh, not many of my scores went down um, from last time. It actually went down for him, and it's not because he did a terrible job. He does have a good stage presence. He's he's a very likable guy up there. Uh, I I struggled a lot with the fact that he walked up there with cards. I think that he's yeah. so good up there. I mean, he he made the cards pretty. That's <laughs> they right. They were red backed or something to <laughs> match, match his, his shoes. shoes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, but he's so he appears to be so good up there to have that presence that it just it just oh it drove me crazy that he had to have the cards. And I actually watched his eyes. A lot of the time he wasn't looking. Wasn't down. even looking at him. It was so like I think a crutch. he was just a crutch. And yeah. and I thought we made it clear that. The sooner you let go of that, the better off you're going to be. Because guess what? You're going to be in an elevator or you're going to be in a pitch room and you're not going to be able to have your cards. If you can't get to the point where you've memorized it so well, as Alex said earlier, so that you can say it inside and out and backwards and and that other people in your family can say your pitch, yeah. you've said it so often, then when you, you, you don't have – it's not just about winning this, this competition. It's about being able to flip those words in your head in every conversation you ever have going forward. If you You've got five minutes that you whittle down to three and that you can then say off the cuff in joking ways and in using your numbers and telling stories and make you sad and make you happy. Then no matter what 30 seconds you get to tell that story, no matter who you're telling it to, you get to pick any of those things. If you're still holding cards, you're 76 times away from being able to do that, yeah. from being able to be successful. So uh, overall, I think if you didn't have that, we would have said. He's great. Like he's, mm-hmm. you know, he he needs to get a little bit better at this and that, but he's yeah. doing well. Without that, uh, I think he's in trouble. I think it's going to be really hard for him if he doesn't to do it, memorize to memorize for the it very and, first and time. nail it because they don't get to do yeah. that next time. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I think uh, the only other thing there is that I don't I don't necessarily hear like is this an outlet for people or is there something about doing circus that really changes the way that you're able to function and interact. It's such right. a different concept that it, I think it's another one of those that's hard to quantify, but you yes. sit there wanting him to quantify it. Exactly. I mean, we like him. Right. We want him to be successful. But if we only get to give money to one group, you know, the fact that we just kind of want to believe that circus skills will keep you from joining a gang and that'll be better for you and for society, it, it's great. We, I want to do that. But if I have somebody else say, here's how your $1,000 is actually going to have impact, it's going to them instead, right? This episode of Fast Pitch is brought to you by SVP Chicago and Rivet. The Fast Pitch Showcase is May 8th. Get your tickets now at svpchicago.org. 
Special thanks to Fast Pitch creators and SVP Chicago partners, Alex Buck and Jason Alk. If you're interested in getting involved or finding out more about any of these organizations, you'll find links in the show notes for this episode. We hope to see you at the Fast Pitch Showcase on May 8th. In the meantime, I'm Jesse Batend, and thank you for listening.